Are you a first-generation entrepreneur, coach, or speaker who wants to make a difference in the world? And you want to take your business to that next level so you can leave a legacy that you and your family can be proud of. But in order to do that, you need to figure out how to get there. 10-Minute Mentor is your home for premier mentoring from successful entrepreneurs and millionaires who want to help you get to that next level. My name is Rich Perry, and I believe in you to make it happen. So let's get to it right now. Hey, gang. Welcome back to 10-Minute Mentor. I'm your coach, Rich Perry, and I have a special guest mentor for you today. He's the Executive Director of Development at the Pacific Institute. He's a keynote speaker and a coach, and he knows what it takes to ignite human potential and drive peak performance in individuals and organizations. Please welcome to the show, Sergio Tejeda. Thank you very much, Rich. Thank you very much, Rich. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Definitely. And Sergio, I know today you're going to be talking about Believe to Achieve, So let's get in it right now and let us know how we can believe to achieve. Thank you, Rich. And and this is just a great topic and one of my favorite. So one of the questions I ask at at the start of uh, some of my talks with with an audience is, does success have more to do with your abilities or with your beliefs? And typically we get about half of the audience raise their hand for abilities. Half of them raise their hands for beliefs. And so, What I'd like to share and suggest to you is that beliefs really do have more to do with your success in life than your abilities. And I'd like to share a story with you that will demonstrate that and provide you three points that you can take away to really help you uh, break through your own psychological barriers and achieve more and be more in your life. So Roger Bannister was a middle distance runner in the 1950s, and it was the uh, widely held belief at the time and the truth that no one had ever broken the four-minute mile and nobody ever will. Doctors said it was humanly impossible. Uh, authority figures like uh, physiologists said the same thing. But Roger's, Roger Bannister had other ideas in mind. And he did not have tremendous gifts in terms of running or physical ability. As a matter of fact, when he went out to the Oxford track uh, uh, team, he made the team, but he made the third team. But Roger cemented the idea in his mind that he could be that person who breaks the four-minute mile. So throughout his years at Oxford, he kept training and training and training. And in 1953, he ran a four-minute Zero zero dot three six mile. In that point, at that point, he had broken a record that stood for nine years. Nine years. And he did not break the four minute mile, but he came very close. And what he said to himself is that he realized that the four minute mile barrier was not so much a physical barrier, but a psychological one. And he decided that he would be the one to break that. And so what he did was trained every single day and he ran and he ran and he ran and he cemented that idea in his mind and he visualized it. And what he visualized was running across the finish line and looking up at the scoreboard 
and seeing three minutes and 59 seconds in his mind. And on May 5th, 1954, Roger crossed the finish line at three minutes and 59 seconds. Now, that record of four minutes, as a matter of fact, the four minute and three second record that he had broken the year before had stood for nine years. Nine years had passed and nobody had ever broken it. And from the day that Roger broke the sub four minute barrier, that record lasted 46 days. So Roger not only broke the record of the speed record, but he broke through the mental and psychological barriers that had been holding everyone back and essentially gave permission to other runners to believe and to break their own records in their minds. Since then, there have been 4,500 runners who have broken that record, that sub four minute mile. And so my question to you is, is there something in your life right now that seems and feels impossible to you? Maybe it's something in your career. Maybe it's some aspirations that you have or a goal that you've, a personal goal that you've been wanting to achieve, but it just seems impossible. So I want you to take inventory of that. And I'm going to provide you three key takeaways that can help you break down uh, through that barrier. So the first is about self-talk. Now, self-talk is critically important because it is the story that we tell ourselves every day. And for the most part, it's not always positive. It's not always negative, but self-doubt does come into play. Fear comes into play. And what we want to do is, is transform that into our fuel for success because Fear, for example, a great acronym that I, I love to use is stands for false expectations appearing real because fear is typically worse in our imagination than it is when we finally confront it. So we need to be very cognizant of self-talk and what we tell ourselves because we either build ourselves up or we break ourselves down. When Roger broke, uh, when he ran the four minute and 36 second 36 millisecond mile, he could have said, hey, you know what? They're right. I can't break it. I'm never going to be able to break this four-minute mile. It's physically and humanly impossible, but he did not. He used that as his fuel for success. The second point is about our habits. And typically, when we set a goal, when we set a major goal, and we fail to hit it, it's not because of the size of the goal that we fail to hit it, but it's because of the system of habits that we have in place to support us to get to that goal. And every habit and every moment and every day, every second counts. What you do every day counts because it starts creating a system of habits that leads you to become the type of person that succeeds. If you want to run a half marathon, yeah, that's your goal, but you need to be the type of person that trains every day, and you need to be able to embody that and create that identity for yourself, and that's the way to start creating habits that then start supporting reaching your goal. Roger went out every day and ran at the park, paid three pence to, to run, and he ran and ran and cemented that idea in his mind, 
and so it became habit. The final third point is about attitudes. Attitudes are neither good nor bad. What they simply indicate is whether you're leaning in to a challenge or backing away from it. When you confront a situation, a challenge in your life, are you going to say, okay, I got this. I'm going to take this on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this. I'm going to succeed. Or are you going to cowardly step back and find ways to creatively avoid confronting that? That's all attitude is. Are you leaning in or are you leaning out? And a lot of times we don't even realize we're doing it, but it's important that we, that we take that into account. Roger, Roger decided in his mind he's going to lean in and he's going to break that and he's going to conquer you know, what many and all uh, doctors said was impossible to do. So if we go back to my question to you, is there something in your mind right now that seems or feels like it's impossible and you won't be able to achieve it? And my suggestion is with careful review, I think you will find that it's a psychological barrier and not a physical barrier. And so why not dig deep and realize your fullest potential? Challenge yourself. Challenge your self-talk. Challenge your habits and your attitudes and just release the stories and excuses that have been holding you back from winning your own medal. You can do more, you can be more than you've ever expected, but you first need to believe that you can. So it's, now it's your turn to make your life into the masterpiece that it's supposed to be. Thank you, Rich. Sergio, thank you so much. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that is your 10-minute challenge, right? To not only identify what's holding you back for the listeners out there, identify what's holding you back, and then release those blocks, release those things that are stopping you from achieving what it is that you want, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we all have, have things that, are, uh, that, are, that seem impossible to us, you know? Uh, big goals that we have in, you know, for our lives. And my challenge to you then is figure out, take inventory of, of your self-talk, your habits, and your attitudes. And I think you're going to find in that challenge that you put those there. You put those blocks there. And if you put them there, then you can also remove them. Awesome. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, remember to hashtag 10-minute challenge so we can find you on social media, and shout you out. Sergio, I want to thank you so much for being a guest right here on 10-Minute Mentor, and I look forward to inviting you back on the show to mentor us again. Thank you so much, Rich. I really enjoy being here with you and, and your audience, and love to be back. Definitely. Thanks a lot. I'm proud of you for showing up today, and I believe in you to make it happen. Now it's time to take action. Here are three things you can do right now to get the results you want. Number one, do the 10-minute challenge and start making a difference for yourself and your family in 10 minutes or less. Better yet, grab a friend and do the challenge together. Hold each other accountable. Friends help friends succeed. Number two, join the 10-Minute Mentor podcast community on Facebook and meet people just like you who are committed to success. And number three, apply to be a part of my Walk Your Talk 90-Day Accelerated Program that starts next month. 
you'll be working with me personally as we focus on your purpose, power, and prosperity so you can take your business and life to that next level. You deserve this. It's time to show and prove. Until next time, thanks and be excellent.